This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Friday, the real Friday, January 5th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It is a T-boy, Jack. It's the top three pop business news stories you need to know today. Jack, I'm sorry. Can you whip out your crystal ball and stuff on your Merlin robe, please? Monday, yetis, we have our prediction podcast. We had a predictions pod. We got to spend all weekend like looking into the future. It's not really a prediction pod, though. It's more what we wish would happen happen in 2024. And we predict our wishes will come true on Monday. Jack, first story for today's pod. What do we got, man? For our first story, the computer keyboard is getting its first new key in 30 years. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Yetis, Microsoft has given your computer an AI button. For our second story, it's Peloton. Peloton stock jumped 15% yesterday because it's partnering with TikTok. Peloton, just growth hacked your jumping jacks. And our third and final story, is Walgreens. Walgreens stock just hit a 26-year low after cutting their dividend in half. So Jack and I cooked up an idea for who should acquire Walgreens. But besties, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. What a mix of stories to go into the weekend with. By the way, best week of podcasts we have ever done this year, Jack. That is correct, by definition. But yetis, we're only one week into this year, 2024. And yet we already have the greatest sports story of 2024. This week, for the first time ever, someone beat Tetris. <laughs> someone beat Tetris. Like, Tetris, the video game Tetris. The agonizingly stressful game of falling digital blocks. Tetris. Players experience a wide range of emotions playing Tetris. From the torment of the accidentally flipped T-block. To the 
completion of a four-row line clear with the eye block you have been waiting for. Tetris is an organizational enigma of 90-degree angled blocks. And that enigma was invented by Soviet engineers back in 1985 before we were even born. Yeah. And since 1985, it's become the most played video game of all time. Yet in that 40-year history of Tetris, get this, no one has ever beaten Tetris. That's right. You play until you lose. You don't win Tetris. Tetris wins you. Or Jack, as they say in Soviet Russia, you don't play Tetris. <laughs> Tetris plays you. Dude, there's some kind of like a leprechaun in here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Give me one more, a little, little less Scottish. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, they don't play Tetris. Tetris plays you. Until now. Because Yetis, 13-year-old Willis Gibson of the great state of Oklahoma just beat Tetris. This 13-year-old boy hit a score of 999,000. 999 points. Okay, that is literally the highest score that the scoreboard of Tetris can even physically handle. And no one's ever done that. Jack, what happened after this boy did what he just did? The game froze. Yeah, yeah, he's he had such a high score playing <laughs> Tetris. This guy literally broke Tetris. The screen turned black because Tetris literally ran out of blocks. It's called the kill screen. Willis reached the end of the game's physical possible computer code. It's the ultimate achievement of video gaming. And no one's ever done it with Tetris. Tetris literally had no more blocks to drop. It couldn't spare a square. So Yetis, Jack, and I thought we'd never see the day. Game over, Tetris. Game over. Let's hit our three stories. Fifteen years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story. For the first time in 30 years, Microsoft is changing the computer keyboard. That's right. We're about to get an AI button on all new PCs. Jack, before we start this story, can we play a little word association together? You ready? You ready? I'd love to. I'm going to throw out you three words and let me know what you think. All right, here we go. Here we go. Type to learn. What does that bring up for you? Type to learn? Type to learn. Do you remember type to learn? I don't know, man. What? You guys didn't use type <laughs> well, to learn. I've never been properly classically trained in keyboard writing. You were just born with the ability to type right, right? <laughs> no, I just, I started by poking around and I just became fluent. You were a touch type rat of the womb, <laughs> weren't you, Jack? <laughs> the rest of us had to take type to learn when we were in fourth grade to learn how to type. Did you pass? I did, but it must have been nice being born knowing how to touch type, Jack. Well, I do have a trivia question about the keyboard. You ready for this? What's the longest English word you can type with just your left hand? It's a trick question. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, what's the answer? <laughs> Sweater dresses. Oh, of course. <laughs> but yet he's in the 25 years since we learned how to touch type. The keyboard has been exactly the same. In fact, the standard QWERTY keyboard hasn't physically changed in America for 30 years. Jack, I'm looking at it right now. It's the same keyboard. Like the B key is still really hard to reach. Yeah, but if you have to type the asterisk, you need acrobatics. Don't even get me started on the P. I like pulled an index finger on that thing when I was 12. <laughs> now the QWERTY keyboard is considered optimal for the English language. Yes, it is because the most used letters are close to your fingers and the least used letters are further from your fingers. But Microsoft 
is disrupting that status quo. Here's the news, Yetis. Microsoft is so confident in the future of artificial intelligence, they're adding AI to your keyboard. That's right. They're replacing one of the two command buttons with an AI button. Oh, Yetis, this is what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. This is a big deal because the keyboard is not an unlimited resource, is it, Jack? The keyboard is a finite space for your fingers. It's like real estate, you know? Like, there's not a lot of it. So, like, where is this item going to be, this new key? Right next to downtown. That's where it's going to be. That is some valuable real estate. This is getting, like, Fifth Avenue Oceanside real estate for this new key. The new AI key is directly to the right of the space bar and to the left of the menu button. I would pay up for that real estate, Jack. And here's what it looks like a little origami butterfly. It's not the letters AI, it's a little symbol. Yeah, these keyboards are going to start having this new symbol that looks like two Apple Watches <laughs> mating with each other. Yeah, the new AI button, it looks like a modernized Clippy. Like yeah. Clippy had a midlife crisis and Gen <laughs> right. Z gave it a makeover. That's the new AI button on PCs. That's the newest button you're going to get on your keyboard for the first time in 30 years. And if you tap that new button, then Microsoft's Copilot, which is their AI assistant, it's going to pop up on the sidebar of your computer screen. Yeah, he's added all up. And this is the biggest addition to the keyboard since Control F. And it's coming to new Microsoft PCs this year. So time to press our takeaway. Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies who use keyboards? This isn't a new keyboard key. This is a new advertisement. Okay, Yetis, let's do a little exercise together. Check out your TV's remote control and let us know. Does that remote control have a red Netflix button on it? Probably does. And that's not just convenient for Netflix. That is an ad for Netflix on your remote. Okay, because get this. Back in 2011, Netflix paid TV makers $1 per remote to add a physical Netflix button. They spent millions of dollars on adding Netflix buttons to remotes. Because Netflix knew a physical button would stand out in a world of digital apps. And it's the same for Microsoft's new AI keyboard button. It's an always there ad for their AI assistant. Because Copilot isn't free. Microsoft is charging 30 bucks a month right now to even use it. Jack, does that mean what I think it means? This new key, it's an ad you'll see every day on your computer for Microsoft's new profit puppy. Jack, this is the only key on your keyboard that is paywalled. Right. You can't use it unless you pay 30 bucks a month. It's like they charged us a subscription to use the space bar. So it's actually pretty ironic. In order to get you to use the new future of technology, artificial intelligence, Microsoft is betting on an old school hardware from the typewriter. A new AI key which is a new AI ad. For our second story, Peloton, its stock surged on Thursday thanks to a brand new shocking partnership with TikTok. And that means Peloton has finally decided what industry it's in. <laughs> it took a few years, but hey, they got there, Jack, and that is the most important point, man. Full disclosure, Nick and I are both Peloton riders. But apparently we're the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rigsby, 30 minutes, still feeling it in the glutes. <laughs> yeah, it is. After the pandemic, Peloton pulled a hammy and its growth disappeared. But in May, Peloton announced a brand new turnaround plan. They were going to transform the company from an exclusive membership club with $2,000 bikes to an accessible fitness app priced as low as $13 a month. Peloton's New Year's resolution is to get itself into shape, Jack. True. But they also announced a brand new slogan. Peloton was going to be for anyone, anywhere. And starting today, that now includes... 
TikTok. Here's the news, besties. Peloton's partnering with TikTok. Peloton stock jumped 15% like it was doing a burpee on this shocking TikTok news. TikTok carved out a special content hub where it's going to let Peloton put a whole bunch of fitness classes on the app. Andy's Peloton is going to get featured placement on the world's number one social media app. Jack, can you please sprinkle on a little context for us over there? It's not just Nick and me riding a Peloton. There's actually 3 million Pelotonistas right now. But the brand is about to reach an audience of 1 billion TikTokers. But yet he's back in 2019. Nick and I actually attended our first ever IPO. Jack, I am so glad you brought up this extra context, man. We were at the Peloton IPO in 2019. We were at NASDAQ. I remember your hair looked the same. You were looking fantastic, by the <laughs> no, way. I had a you different hair great. product. It didn't look the same. But I appreciate what you're saying. I love what you're putting out, Jack. <laughs> Nick and I interviewed the CMO at the time, and we learned a bunch about the company. So, Yetis, as Jack and I were preparing today's story, we decided to go back to Peloton's IPO paperwork from five years ago. Back then, Peloton boasted that they weren't just a fitness company. They were also a tech company, a software company, a hardware company, media company, apparel company, and logistics company. It feels like too many companies, Jack. It was too many industries. But this TikTok deal shows they finally realized what they really are. Peloton finally realized that they're a media company. With this new partnership, they're going to offer a whole bunch of five-minute core workouts and wind-down yoga routines exclusive to the TikTok app. And yet, you won't need a Peloton bike to watch Peloton's weekly stretching class exclusively on TikTok. You're also going to see non-fitness content. You're going to get the behind-the-scenes videos of Cody Rigsby as he chows down on a burrito right before his 30-minute <laughs> pop ride. It's a burrito before his pop ride? If you ride Cody, you know he does, Jack. <laughs> Or you're going to see how Allie Love selects what song should be on the playlist for that class you took yesterday. Inspired by Cody Rigsby's burrito. Besties, Peloton stock jumped 15%, mostly because they finally honed in on their true industry. After five years, they finally realized that Peloton is really a media company. Not a company in seven different industries. They're not a software, hardware, gym, media, fitness, apparel, which is in this hardware company. So Jack and I realized our takeaway. Jack, what's our takeaway for our buddies over at Peloton? Word of mouth is great. Word of famous mouth is better. Oh, I like what you did there. Yetis, the most powerful part about this Peloton TikTok deal, we think it's the celebrity collaborations. Cody Rigsby, Ali Love, Alex Toussaint, Peloton's instructors are awesome and they're great at engaging their existing fans. But here's the key. Celebrity collaborations with influencers as instructors could bring new people to try out Peloton. It reaches the new audience. And that's what they're going to do with this new TikTok deal. Because Melissa Wood could be teaching spiritual spinning classes on TikTok for Peloton to reach a new audience. And through this TikTok deal, Trevor Noah could do a guided run through South Africa. And that would bring Trevor Noah's audience to Peloton. I mean, Jack, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but what if a couple of podcast <laughs> co-hosts ran a spin class while sharing that morning's business news? Just let me limber up for a second, and I'm down. I think I know a guy. And that would bring the besties and the yetis to Peloton through TikTok. With this TikTok deal, Peloton's finally realizing it's a media company. And we think its biggest growth opportunity is the instructor-influencer collab. Get ready to see a bunch of them on TikTok. Canva. Yetis, in sports as in business, if you look good, you feel good, and you'll play good. That's why we love Canva. 
It's simply the best online graphic design software we've ever used. Neither one of us are designers, and yet both of us have created beautiful designs for our business using Canva. We designed our merch on Canva. We designed our social posts on Canva. We designed the signs for our T-Boy Live show on Canva. True story. Oh, and Canva isn't just for startups or entrepreneurs either, because 90% of Fortune 500 companies now use Canva. But it definitely is for startups like us, the T-Boy Podcast Media Company. Our creative director literally said she cannot live without Canva. And we believe her. It'll make your business look good, which will make you feel good, and you'll perform better. So Yeti, start designing today at canva.com. Canva, designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yetis, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottle it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story of the week, Walgreens stock just hit its lowest point in 26 years. This is Farmageddon. With so much drama at America's pharmacy chain, we have a dramatic solution. But Jack, let's start with a really nice tradition. How about we do that, man? For more than 90 years, Walgreens has had a wonderful tradition. Walgreens has sent a quarterly cash check to all their shareholders. So nice. It's called a dividend. It's a dividend. If you own Walgreens stock, you get your share of Walgreens profits in cash. But Walgreens just poured cold water on that tradition. Yeah, it is. Walgreens just cut their dividend by 50%. They just cut their dividend in half. It's their first dividend cut in 50 years. Yeah, these Walgreens stock is now down 75% from its all-time high. Walgreens stock is the same place it was 26 years ago. Grab an ice pack, two Advil, and call us in the morning, Walgreens. Now, why is Walgreens struggling? Where do we start? <laughs> Yetis, Walgreens is like a patient who walks into a doctor's office and has six different symptoms. Last year, we had Farmageddon. Pharmacists walked off the job at Walgreens to protest their working conditions. Since COVID hit, workers say they're understaffed, overworked, and underpaid over at Walgreens, so they're pushing back. Meanwhile, Walgreens faces fierce competition from online pharmacies and from Walmart, too. And Walgreens had to pay almost $4 billion for their role in America's opioid epidemic. And... <laughs> It's been a light flu season. Gesundheit. Walgreens sold way fewer flu shots and cough drops than they hoped this fall. And full disclosure, Jack, I just walked into a Walgreens. Frankly, it's a pretty confusing experience, man. The store kind of has like healthcare over there, frozen food over here. They're trying to be everything to everyone, which means they're nothing to no one. The same aisle has candy, coconut water, and condoms. What is going on? Yeah, he's added all up and Walgreens basically has a cough, a cold, and post-nasal drip. So they say they're cutting their dividend to save some much-needed cash and shore up their finances. But Jack and I have another idea to shore up their finances. Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Walgreens? Amazon should acquire Walgreens. 
Amazon should acquire Walgreens. Jack, let's play this one out a little more. What if Amazon acquired Walgreens? It would get Amazon physically very close to just about every American. Yeah, just get this. 78% of Americans live within five miles of one of Walgreens' 8,700 locations. And if Amazon took over those 8,700 locations, they could renovate them to focus on healthcare and e-commerce. Amazon could stick a one medical clinic, which they own, in every Walgreens location. They could techify the pharmacy with home delivery and pill pack. And they could use part of each store for Amazon returns and local Amazon delivery. And of course, they'd introduce palm scanning self-checkout, Alexa for customer service, and let Prime members skip the line. Yetis, Amazon has tried for years to crack American healthcare. 9,000 physical locations, that could be the solution. Oh, and the best part for Amazon? After Walgreens 75% stock drop, yeah. the whole company would only cost $19 billion to buy. Walgreens is on sale, baby. Buying Walgreens would only cost 1.5% of Amazon's market value. Yeah, is, we got a prescription for Amazon and Walgreens. <laughs> and that prescription is to buy Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm not sure if I got that right. I think you did it. I think you did it. <laughs> if Amazon wants to finally put its flag into American healthcare, it should acquire Walgreens. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the real Friday? Microsoft is adding a new key to the keyboard, an AI key. It's not an AI key. This, this is an AI ad. For our second story, it's Peloton. They're getting a special content hub within the TikTok app. Word of mouth is great. Word of famous mouth is better. <laughs> great emphasis. And our third and final story is Walgreens. The stock just fell to a 26-year low as they cut their dividend in half. So we think Amazon should stick Walgreens in their shopping cart. We think Amazon should acquire Walgreens. But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, it is Jobs Report Friday. Yetis, we are getting the Jobs Report for December coming out uh, this morning. Unemployment is still at a very low 3.7%. We'll see how that changed in December. And second, Mark Zuckerberg just sold $400 million of Meta stock. And by the way, Meta stock has tripled in the last year. No one knows more about Meta then Zucca. And finally, a good luck and stay warm to the northeast of the United States, which is expected to get its biggest snow in two years. I think they're excited for it because New York, Central Park of New York City, has not had an inch of snow in 700 days. We've been missing that blankety white goodness of powdery marshmallowy snow, Jack. Elf hasn't been able to make any snowballs. You gotta watch out for those Central Park Rangers, man. Never forget the Simon and Garfunkel concert of 1964. If you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Jack Leonard from lovely Lancaster, Pennsylvania. What is up, besties? It is a new year, and that means Oscar season is right around the corner. So here is some Academy Awards trivia for you. With 14 total nominations, Titanic is the film to receive the most nominations without anyone in the cast winning in any of the Best Actor or Best Actress categories. Don't worry, Kate and Leo both went on to win in the future, Kate in 2009 with The Reader, and Leo in 2016 with The Revenant. Have a great day. Oh man, he didn't frame it in the form of a trivia question. It would have been a good trivia question. I was so excited. I would have got The Revenant, I wouldn't have got The Reader. Jack, can I share something a little personal with you? Sure. I've actually never seen Titanic. 
And you've never seen Hamilton either. I don't even know if I was allowed. I think it was a PG-13 <laughs> before we were like, you know, I wasn't violating the rules over here, man. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. <laughs> Wait, I'm not even sure if that's the line, actually. But I was thrilled that Leo's name was the same name as me. I guess you channel Leo when you touch type when you were three years old, Jack. <laughs> Yetis, you looked fantastic for the first week of 2024. Jack and I are going to whip up the predictions wishes pod for Monday, aren't we, Jack? Our three bold business wishes for 2024. We're publishing that episode on Monday. In the meantime, celebrate some early wins of the year. Follow us at T-Boy Pod. Drop and give us five stars. And Jack and I will see you Monday. Sweater dresses. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. And before we go, a congratulations and good luck to our buddy Yeti Jan Ergul, who's moving from Istanbul, Turkey to New York City. You got this, man. And a big shout out to Brad and Rama in Piedmont, California, who look legendary in their fresh T-Boy merch. Guys, you are looking fantastic. And Bradley and Tori Ann are celebrating an 11-year anniversary down in Connecticut. Happy two years together to Kenny and Maddie Young, celebrating the anniversary over in Atlanta. And J.P. Perez is not doing too shabby. He got married and he got his MBA in Chicago doing logistics. And happy birthday to Lan Lee, who's celebrating with Ken and Kiana in Lake Worth, Texas. And Chris Thomas is on his way to his second semester of his second year of med school enjoying a birthday. And happy birthday to Kylie Giordano, who listened to us while studying abroad in London, now back home, just outside Boston. Just outside Boston. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon and Netflix, and Nick and I both own stock of Apple and Peloton. Well, dude, it would have been so much fun to be in like the creative room where they came up with that sound. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, no, I think it's more like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's more like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. How did they provide feedback on like what game over music should I'm going like? to need more wah. More <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> if you like the best one yet, you can listen ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. And before you go, Tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. Nick and Jack here. I want to quickly tell you about the show Business Wars. With the launch of ChatGPT, Sam Altman and OpenAI reinvigorated our imaginations and fears of a world with artificial intelligence. While the company looked like a stunning success from the outside, a battle was brewing within. Almost a year after launching ChatGPT, that battle erupted into a war when the company fired its charismatic CEO, Sam From Wondery, Business Wars is a podcast about the biggest corporate rivalries of all time. And in the newest season, host David Brown digs into the philosophical differences within OpenAI that culminated in Sam Altman's shocking firing and what it means for the future and safety of AI in the modern world. Follow Business Wars on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And for more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, The Best One Yet, Business Movers, and many more, Wondery means business.